Welcome to the Yadkin Examine. My name is Jonathan Gaylord, the pastor at Yadkinville United Methodist Church, and the Yadkin Examine is a weekly podcast where every Monday we will take a moment to reflect on the past week, give thanks to God, and seek strength for the day and week to come. The Examine comes out of a technique described by Ignatius Loyola and is still practiced by Jesuits twice daily. We've adapted it here to help us reflect on the events of our lives and discern God's presence and will for us. We'll use prompts throughout our prayer for self-reflection from various sources like the 22 questions John Wesley and the Holy Club at Oxford would ask themselves daily. In addition to that, we will hear an excerpt from Sunday's sermon, and we will draw some reflection questions from the sermon, our worship together, and the scripture text. The questions are listed in the show notes of the episode, and you may want to copy them and write out your answers as a journaling practice. As we prepare to pray together, I invite you to take a moment to center your body, heart, and mind, maybe through taking several deep breaths, finding a comfortable posture, really anything that helps you be present to the Holy Spirit in our midst. And now let us begin with an excerpt from our sermon from January 16th, on the conversion of Saul, preached by me, Jonathan Gaylord. As much as we idolize Paul and his ministry, at every step of his journey, he's not alone. There's a whole host of people, young, old, rich, poor, men and women, who make Paul's ministry possible. And Paul, throughout his letters, is very open about that fact. Now, we tend to skip over those parts where Paul's very open about it because it's in the beginnings and in the endings of the letters where he's giving salutations and greetings and thanks. But throughout Paul's letters, he's pretty open. Like, these are my coworkers. These are the people who are making this possible. These are the the men and women who are out there suffering for, for Christ, who are doing this work alongside of me. Paul's conversion is dependent upon someone else's call. Paul's call is dependent upon someone else's call, and that never goes away. And that's true for each and every single one of us. Our calls are dependent upon other people's calls. Conversion is not an individualistic attainment or personal position. Conversion moves one into the care and nurture of the body of believers. To be converted is to be called, and that call isn't just a general call for salvation. That call is for a specific purpose, to live a specific life with a specific people. It's a call to be part of the first fruits of the new creation, a community that is offering care and hope in a world where things seem to be falling apart. And Paul knew a lot about being in a world that was falling apart. You know, for all that Paul, we talk about Paul being a bully, for him being this oppressor, this persecutor of the church, Paul was still a minority within the empire. He had seen firsthand how the empire didn't particularly care about the people on the periphery. And Paul will see it over and over and over again as he travels through the Mediterranean, what it's like to be in these small minority communities called the church. He knows what it is to be poor. He knows what it is to be different. He knows what it is to be an outsider. He knows how society and how the world treats those kinds of people. And so Paul's ministry throughout is creating space and place that says, this is the kingdom. This is God's work. This is, these are the first fruits 
and all are invited to partake. And likewise, we can see in our own world that brokenness, that need for hope and care, that need for people to hear with a clear voice, God loves. And this is a call that we can take up ourselves. We can see the brokenness of the world all around us, and we, and we proclaim a different way as possible, that hope and resurrection have a place here, because this is God's creation, and we are all God's people, full stop. In a world that has resorted to violence and given itself over to hate, the church is called to be different and to offer a different way, proclaiming righteousness and justice that's open and free to all, that's bound up in our care and love for our neighbor. That is our part of our call, part of our communal call, just as Ananias is called to help Paul find his way, to bring Paul into the fold of the church, to give nurture and love, so are we called to help people find their way. Let us pray. God, help me to look at these past days through your eyes and not merely my own. Review your past week. Where did the Spirit move? Was there anywhere that you missed an opportunity that God placed before you? Consider something from this past week that you are thankful for. As we consider where we have fallen short, ask yourselves these questions from John Wesley. Am I consciously or unconsciously creating the impression that I am better than I really am? In other words, am I a hypocrite? Can I be trusted? Am I a slave to dress? friends, work, or habits? Do I insist upon doing something about which my conscience is uneasy? As we look forward, ask yourselves these questions drawn from the sermon. Has your passion ever carried you to the wrong place? How has your community helped you? Or how do you need your community to help you right now? How are you asking for or willing to accept that help? What does it mean to be converted? And what does conversion have to do with forgiveness?
As we look forward, pray for the grace to see the Holy Spirit's movement in your heart and life. As we prepare to return to the business of the day, reflect on the scripture lesson from Acts chapter 9, the conversion of Saul. Meanwhile, Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus, so that if he found any who belonged to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Now as he was going along and approaching Damascus, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? He asked, Who are you, Lord? The reply came, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, but get up and enter the city, and you will be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, because they heard the voice but saw no one. Saul got up from the ground, and though his eyes were open, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. For three days he was without sight, and neither ate nor drank. Now there was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias. The Lord told him in a vision, Ananias. He answered, Here I am, Lord. The Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight, and at the house of Judas look for a man of Tarsus named Saul. At this moment he is praying, and he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him, so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man how much evil he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who invoke your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is an instrument whom I have chosen to bring my name before the Gentiles and kings and before the people of Israel. I myself will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. So Ananias went and entered the house. He laid his hands on Saul and said, Brother Saul, The Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on your way here, has sent me, so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes, and his sight was restored. Then he got up and was baptized, and after taking some food, he regained his strength. Thank you for praying with us this week with the Yadkin Examine as you go out into your week uh, ready and refreshed to face whatever the Holy Spirit puts in front of you. I invite you to remain in prayer. And remember, you can always join us on Wednesdays over at the Yadkin Lectio as we turn our gaze towards next Sunday. And you're also welcome to join the Yadkin Examine Facebook group. Just go over to Facebook, type in the Yadkin Examine, and we post some questions there and really trying to get an ongoing uh, conversation and community uh, point of contact for us over on Facebook. So join us there. This podcast is is new. Um, you can tell if you listened on the 10th and you listened on the 17th. Uh, I've changed the format a little bit. Um, so if you... Things are in flux is kind of what I'm saying. And so trying to find the, the best rhythm for the Adkin exam. And so if you have any thoughts, comments, concerns, uh, feedback that you'd want to provide, uh, feel free to reach out to me at pastor at yadkinvilleumc.org. And that is down in the show notes as well. Uh, I also put the uh, reflection questions down in the show notes. So if you want to uh, open that up and copy them down uh, so that you can spend some time reflecting on them Uh, you are encouraged and invited to do that as well.
until we meet again, which hopefully is on Wednesday, but if not, next Sunday or Monday, God be with you. Amen. Amen.